Hello YouTube family. Welcome to Escape from Crazy Town. This is the recap, the happy crappy recap of our happy crappy hour live stream I had this morning. You can still find the live stream. I'll put a link to it, but um, which is going to go into a lot more detail than the recap. But I want to give you guys a recap so that those who can't watch a whole hour can at least get uh, most of the information. Okay, you guys, today we're talking about the new, is the new supply a useful idiot? And the reason for this term useful idiot is because I found it in an interview that was done back in 1985. I, I watched this interview about 10 years ago, actually, and it's from a defector, from a Soviet defector in, in the 70s. He came over and he gave an interview in the 80s to explain how the Soviets, how the communists were taking over using psychological warfare, actually. And in the interview, you will notice that this is very close to what narcissists do. So this is why I'm using these terms. And this is I'm going to go and follow along the four stages of the psychological warfare, because it is the same type of strategies and tactics that are used on the new supply. So the, the description or the definition of a useful idiot, which is what users think of their supply, what narcissists think of their supply. They're useful idiots to the supply. The fan club, the, the flying monkeys, these are useful idiots to the, to, I'm sorry, to the narcissist. So the narcissist wants to manipulate these people and the new supply and possibly you, right? Actually, definitely you, because if you've had a relationship with a narcissist and you find yourself on this channel looking for healing, you're going to find it. You're going to find the truth. You're going to find out what happened to you. So the, the useful idiot, then once they no longer are useful to the narcissist, they get discarded. And the same thing with the Soviets. Once the communists find, and now, uh, by the way, it's not just the Soviets, it's other communist countries like China, but they will use psychological warfare. Actually, we use it too. So the problem here is not to get caught up into in the psychological warfare and to identify it. So Yuri Bezmenov was this defector, and he says that that uh, what happens in the psychological warfare is an ideological subversion. So the ideological subversion happens to change the perception of reality to such an extent that despite the abundance of information or evidence, the person cannot come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, or their community. That's what happens in this psychological warfare. The ideological subversion in ideology is the standards and the morals and the beliefs and the values that you live by. Those are your ideologies. So to subvert those, they have to manipulate you into believing something else, a different ideology. And that's what the narcissist does when they come into your life. Well, there are four stages that happens during this brainwashing process. And the first stage that Yuri talks about is he calls it demoralization. And some people misunderstood that to mean like bringing down your morale, right? Like bringing you down, making you feel hopeless. That's not the case. Demoralization, um, by the way, Yuri's using that term means 
the lack of moral standards, to destroy or remove your morality, not your, not your morale, but your morals, right? Spelled exactly the same way. I think morale has an E at the end of it. But um, it's to remove your morals. So you're going to lower your standards, and you're, they're going to destroy your morals. So what happens in this stage is the narcissist will take center stage of the new supply's life. The narcissist will become or, or get in a position of power, influence, and trust in the new supply's life. And at that point, they can start implementing their standards or their twisted morality into the new supply's life. And if you look back at your own relationship with the narcissist, you can see that the same thing had happened to you. You found yourself doing things that you never thought you would be doing. And in this stage, this is when the new supply would start using drugs that they never used drugs before, start drinking uncontrollably, would start sleeping around, have multiple partners and, oh, have open relationships, you know, things like this that they never thought they would have done. But now that the narcissist is this, in this position of trust, they are now replacing the new supply's morals with their own morals, which is immoral, by the way. So demoralization is by is subverting their ideologies, getting rid of their ideologies, getting them to take on a new set of ideologies, as evil or bad as they might be. So at this point, the new supply becomes contaminated because they, they are being programmed to think and react to certain stimuli and in a certain pattern for the narcissist that responds positively or uh, works with the narcissist. So at this point, uh, once the demoralization is done, once the narcissist is able to replace the new supply's set of morals with their own set of morals, right? Convince the new supply that bad is good, good is bad. Um, now, Yuri Bezmanov says that at this point, it's complete and is irreversible. But I don't think it's irreversible. I think it is reversible. I think that it can be done actually at the end of the interview, which I'm going to provide in the link uh, to this video, actually, you know, so you'll have it and you can watch it. And it's a short interview. Um, I think it was only 15 minutes long or something like that. So watch it. Uh, you will find that he does say at the end that you, it is reversible, but it takes years and years. And we can agree with that, by the way, because take a look at your own own healing process. Some of you are in this process for years, and it's because you have to be deprogrammed from the lies that you believed for so long. So I want to show you, though, that how to do that, and we're going to get to that. So the second stage, here we go. Actually, let me, let me cover something else. A person whose moral standards are twisted or hijacked cannot see the truth. They just can't see it, and they refuse to believe the truth until they're being crushed, and Yuri describes this, they're being crushed under the boot of their oppressor or their user, right, or their deceiver, the narcissist in our case. So until we're discarded, we may not believe anybody, right? We're not going to believe our friends, our family, people who love us. doesn't matter how much truth they, they present to us. doesn't matter that they show us evidence, pictures, uh, receipts. We're not going to believe it. The new supply is not going to believe it. So this is during that demoralization period where we're letting go of who we are. And even our families are telling us, you've changed. They're telling the new supply, you've changed. 
they won't believe it. And they think they're being changed for the better. So after the demoralization, then comes the destabilization. And in this stage, the narcissist does not care how much the new supply destroys themselves. And there are other relationships that used to keep them stable. Even if the new supply goes to jail for them, they don't care. So at this point, the new supply is doing everything that the narcissist is asking them to, to do because they've taken on the morals and the perceptions of the narcissist of what's right and what's wrong and what's wrong is right, right? This is the way it goes with the new supply. They are so brainwashed at this stable destabilization period that they are willing to destroy their finances, their career, their relationships with long-standing friends, uh, even cut family out of their lives because of the narcissist. And not only that, they'll even be, be willing to commit crimes with the narcissist. This is how much of their morals they have lost. This is how destabilized they become. And the narcissist doesn't care, doesn't care at all. And if you look back at your own relationship, you'll see that the same thing happened to you. So after they do this to the new supply, they destabilize them. They have the new supply no longer has the foundation or the support they used to have. And their life is in shatters, you know, is shattered right now, is in shambles. The third stage is crisis. Actually, that's, that's the part where their financial state, their emotional, their psychological, maybe even their physical state is in shambles. This is the crisis they come to. And then sometimes it might be just below the surface, like, you know, you're always just that close to, to falling into crisis. And the narcissist comes into your life at this point and exposes and pulls you into this crisis. And at that point, the narcissist acts as if I'm here to rescue you. I can get you out of this crisis. I can promise you the moon. Things are going to be so beautiful for us. So they start to lie to you and say these beautiful words and future fake in order to get you to believe and trust them and think that they're the ones who are going to come in and save you from your boring, bland life, uh, give you excitement, give you financial stability or give you real love or give you passion, whatever it is you thought that was in crisis in your life. They're promising that they're going to solve that. And of course they're not, you know, for a while it looks like they are, but then they actually don't because they end up just taking from you, destroying you, uh, removing morality from you to the point where you have no compass, no moral compass anymore. So after a crisis, the last stage is normalization. And this is mental illness, you guys. Normalization is at the point where um, you've fallen and the, or the new supply has fallen into mental illness. And what I mean by that is they will believe that right is wrong and wrong is right. They're going to believe that good is bad and bad is good. They're going to believe that um, mental illness is sanity, right? Um, what I mean by that is the narcissist at this point is going to get the new supply to believe uh, in living their life in a way that's destructive and yet tell them it's constructive. They're going to tell the, the new supply that jealousy is normal. Like if they're jealous of the new supply and they require the new supply to live by certain uh, actions, like they, they say, when you get to a place, you have to send me a video call because I need to know that you're with who you say you're with. Or, you know, um, they're going to require you to check in all the time. They're going to require you to, to prove where you were and what you were doing. 
And you're going to think like, this is normal. This is love because they're telling you jealousy is love. Jealousy is not love, you guys. Jealousy is control. It's all about control and abuse. So, but the, the narcissist is going to get the new supply to believe that jealousy is good and jealousy is love. So do you see what I mean by normalization? They're going to get the new supply and also you, right? In the past, you believed their twisted sense of right and wrong. And you get to, you start implementing it though in your life. And you start to think this is normal. This is right. This is okay. They even will triangulate you because they love it when, when people are fighting over them. And they're going to get you to believe that that's normal. That, you know, or, or when you start to feel like, wait a minute, I don't trust you because you're flirting with these other people. And they're going to get you to believe not to trust your own instincts. They're going to get you to believe that them flirting with other people is nothing. Uh, they're going to get you to believe that if you really love them, you would fight over them, right? So this is, again, twisted morality, twisted sense of what's right and wrong and what's actually love and what's control. So at that point, they have gotten the new supply completely, right? And Yuri doesn't believe that there's any way to get them back. But here's the deal. Um, when the new supply is no longer useful to them at that point, they're only seen as useful idiots, right? They're only useful for a period of time. Once the usefulness is gone, they are now seen as useless eaters. So these people are now just taking up the narcissist's resources and they don't care for that. And that's when the discard comes or when the cheating comes or when they start living their double lives and away from the new supply. So how do you break out of this? How do you then recover from this? And my solution, and I think many solutions, and I think Yuri even touches on this, is that you have to seek the truth. You have to want to seek the truth. The new supply has to seek the truth because it doesn't matter how many people come to the new supply. It doesn't matter how much evidence is provided to the new supply. They're not going to believe their closest friends or family or loved ones. They have to get to a point of devastation to the point where they want to seek the truth. And in seeking the truth, what that means is question. Question everything. Question um, every interaction you had with the narcissist. Question all the memories you've had, go back and look at it again and question, was this really what I was told or presented? You know, what, what was presented to me? Was it real? Was it the truth? That's when you start to see the cracks. That's when you're going to start to see some evidence of the lies peeking through, the lies the narcissist told you. And I believe that's what will wake you up. Some people will wake up faster than others. Others will, some of them will take years because they want so badly to go back to the illusion, go back to the promises, go back to the triggers that gave them sort of a sense of security somehow, right? They're going to want to go back to that. And so my warning is to keep questioning. Don't stop questioning because if you are given the truth, it will withstand and stand up throughout the questioning. But if you're presented with a lie, it will start to crumble if you question, if you start investigating, right? If you start researching, if you start entertaining an idea that maybe this isn't the truth.
So you guys, that is the show for today. That is the recap. If you want to see the interview, which I highly recommend, please take a look at it. Um, it was done back in the 80s, but now we are looking at other enemy enemies besides um, the one communist enemy. Uh, we're also looking at uh, other nations. We're also looking at, you know, in Yuri's, you know, according to that uh, issue right there. But we're also within our personal lives looking at people who are doing the exact same thing to us. So, you guys, blessings to you. Please watch some of the commercials that pop up for me uh, on these videos. That would really help me. Give me a thumbs up and comment on the videos. That'll help streamline it and get it recommended, which is really helpful. I don't ask for anything else. And uh, that's all that I ask of you. Thumbs up, comment on it, like it, uh, share it with others, and watch a commercial once in a while. I so much appreciate that. And I hope that this helps you today.